Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, August 20th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill wants you as a patient. He wants you to allow him to improve your dental health. Go ahead. Call him. 317-849-2933. Let's talk about the Indiana Pacers. And we're going to talk about Tom Brenneman, I promise, in a couple of minutes. Pacers and the Heat today, 1 o'clock on ESPN. The Pacers, they got to get tougher. You know, toughness, I think, is a little bit overblown. When the media talks about basketball or about sports, you got to get tough. You got to blah, 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 blah. A lot of toughness talk. But the Pacers have got to get talk. It's not, or get tough. It's not enough to play and to play hard. You've got to compete. You have to take games away from your opponent because that's exactly what the Heat did with the Indiana Pacers two days ago. They took that game away from the Pacers. Granted, Pacers without Victor Oladipo had his eyes scraped, right? Domas Sabonis hadn't played in play with plantar fasciitis. T.J. Warren, he's got the plantar fasciitis. He is playing. Things are tough for the Pacers, so the Pacers got to get tough. Dan Dockich and Michael Grady had a great conversation yesterday on 1070 The Fan here in Indianapolis where they talked about Miles Turner's need to be audacious. That's those were Michael uh, Michael Grady's words. He needs to be he needs audacity, and he does. You got to get out there and you got to go. It's not not enough to be a nice guy and a good guy. You got to get some grit. And you've got to play with it. You've got to decide, here is what I am about. I'm about being soft, or I'm about going out and taking this game. What are you going to do? Pacers, it's nut-cutting time for the Pacers. Miles Turner, over the course of his career as an Indiana Pacer, is 6-16 six in, uh, in his postseason games. That isn't good. You've got to get better than that. And you have to look within to get better. Grady is going to join Dockage, uh periodically throughout this NBA postseason, and I hope that continues. I miss Michael Grady in, in this market. Michael Grady should be on a radio station, TV station, whatever, in Indianapolis. He, he speaks the language here. He understands how things work here. Michael Grady is an important voice of reason and accountability in Indianapolis sports media, and he ought to be here. Uh, game time, like I said, 1 o'clock on ESPN. Victor Oladipo talked to the media yesterday on a Zoom call, and it looks like he's going to play. No swelling in the eye, it didn't look like, and and everything looks good. He, he went through the walkthrough yesterday and, and felt good, so hopefully Victor is on the floor today. I like the way he played in the nine minutes he was on the floor the other day because he brought it. He, he wasn't nursing that knee. He just came out and said to hell with it. I'm going out and I'm playing. I'm competing. Let's go. We'll see if the Pacers can do it today. They have to. 
because if you lose game two, then you've got to win four of the next five in order to win the series, and that isn't going to happen against the Miami Heat. Uh, Colts camp day three, Phillip Rivers, really, really good until he wasn't. He threw a pick to George Odom. You know what? That is Phillip Rivers. He, he is quick. He is decisive. He gets the ball out with incredible speed and accuracy, and then he makes a bad read. He tried to hit uh, Paris Campbell on, on kind of a post, and it was the one deep ball that he threw. George Odom undercut it, took it, and he's gone. And, and that you can't have. If you're going to be a ball control offense, you can't throw it to the other guys. And, and Philip Rivers does that periodically. He was on uh, with the media yesterday. I love his enthusiasm. He loves the game. He loves his teammates. He loves competing. And, and I think that that's uh, great. But I do not love the way he reads a defense and throws into its teeth every so often because you can't do that. 20 picks last year. Was that an anomaly or is that who Philip Rivers is? Um, Tom Brenneman last night. Reds, Royals, it's a doubleheader. Game one of the doubleheader, as they came back at the top of the seventh, Tom Brenneman used the F word. Not the F word with the U and the C and, and the other letter, but the F-A-G word to describe um, uh, gays. You can't do it. He said, and this, this is his word, one of the... Mm, capitals of the world. I don't know what he was talking about, what city he was talking about, but he said that, continued to do that game. He didn't know he was on the air. They were coming back from a break, and then he went in to uh, preview the Reds post game or whatever it was. Then the second game, he came back and he was broadcasting, and as they came back for the, uh, uh, the fifth inning, he issued an apology on camera, and I thought the apology was incredibly in terrible taste. He, he did what a lot of guys tend to do when they're put in this position. He invoked his, I'm a man of faith. Really, if you're a man of faith, you don't use that word. I am, that word, my use of that word does not reflect who I am. He said this. No, it reflects exactly who you are. And then I thought, his, his least glorious moment, among many inglorious moments, was when he said, there are a lot of people out there who can back me up and tell me. So he's really trying to activate his network of people to come to his defense and say, this isn't him. I've never heard him use that word before. You know what? Either you use that word or you don't use that word. Either you use the N-word or you don't use that word. There's no dipping your toe in that water. You're either all wet or you're all dry. And that's Tom Brenneman, all wet last night. Uh, some people were upset that he was allowed to continue. And here's the reality of the situation. When somebody does something like this, first of all, management's got to be alerted to the fact that it happened. Because they're rarely watching it live. They're rarely consuming like, people who are program directors of radio stations don't just sit and listen to the radio station all day. They're in meetings with salespeople, the general manager. they got lots of stuff to do. Sports partners. There are a lot of responsibilities that these people have to do other than listen to their product. So these guys who are uh, in charge, what they've got to do. So the boss hears that this happened. Then he's got to call 
his boss. Then his boss calls the lawyers. Then the lawyers and the bosses, they talk to HR, and they plot a course forward. This takes time. This isn't done immediately. This isn't like, you know, William Paley when he ran CBS picking up a phone and having somebody removed in real time from the air. That, that isn't the way it works these days. These days, it is deliberate. There is a course of action that's plotted, and then it's executed. And the decision was made that Tom Brenneman was going to be removed from the air and suspended immediately. Is he going to be fired? I don't think he's going to be fired. I think what Tom Brenneman will do is sit down with the Cincinnati Reds and the people from Fox Sports, and they'll plot a course forward where he will either accept a suspension for the rest of the season, he will resign, or and go to some kind of sensitivity training charade type deal and uh, uh, and then be back for next season because, let's face it, we forget about things. And we'll forget about this. A lot of people will forget about this. Maybe some people won't, but a lot of people will forget about this. And, and that's kind of the way it is. One lesson for young broadcasters, always, 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 treat every mic like a live mic, okay? Don't rely on your producer to say, okay, you're live. We're back in five. And then point at you, right, to alert you that the microphone is now live and active, and whatever you say is going to spill out into people's homes. Treat every live mic, or every mic, like it's live all the time, and you're never going to get caught with your pants down like this. All right? Number one, don't say that word. What are you, out of your mind? Look, let's spend a whole lot less time denigrating people with language and, and a lot more time trying to lift people a little bit. And, and show some compassion, and show tolerance, and show an ability to accept things, accept, uh, you know, what people are, and who people are, and less time judging them. But secondly, if you're going to be that kind of human being, don't do it in front of a live mic and treat every mic as though it's live. All right? Cubs, yesterday, they split a doubleheader, lost the opener, they were down 4-1 before they gotten out, and uh, the game just got out of hand, wound up being 9-3. It wasn't really that close. A two-run bomb in the ninth made it 9-3. Then in the ninth cap, the Cubs come back. They win 4-2. Craig Kimbrell looked good in the uh, bottom of the seventh. This was a home game for the Cardinals, played in Chicago. Go figure. I, I don't understand all of this stuff. Anyway... The Cardinals hit last in the bottom of the seventh of the doubleheader. Kimbrell came on and got the out, and there you go. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? And go Pacers, for God's sake. Wearing the Pacers colors. Let's go the Pacers way. Am I right? Damn right I'm right. All right, Mel Velasquez, happy birthday. Jan Rhodes, happy birthday. Jesse Foreman, Nick Raudabush, the great Pat Walsh, classmate at Indiana University, Regina Cashmer, and the attorney to the stars in, uh, in Illinois. If you're in the Chicagoland area and you run afoul of the law, you pick up the phone and call Pat Walsh, and you do it immediately. Uh, Chris Everman, happy birthday. Dan and or Terry Schultz celebrating a birthday today. Don Martin, happy birthday. And by the way, it's been a while since I've worked at CBS Sports 1430, but evidently they're still sending birthday greetings from me at Drake's with a cocktail saying, hey, 
happy birthday from us at CBS Sports 1430. These things fall through the cracks in our, our radio sale. All right, the people at Cumulus bought CBS Sports 1430. They didn't onboard us, and, and so that's life, but they're still sending out, hey, happy birthday from Kent Sterling and, and the people at Drake's. <laughs> Good for you guys. Uh, man, can't wait uh, for Inside Indiana Sports today. We will talk to Nate McMillan and Victor Oladipo. That'll post before noon today when I'm getting a haircut. Finally, and once and for all, getting a haircut. I'm going to look substantially lighter when we do the show again tomorrow. Be good to each other. All live mic- all mics are live. Treat them that way. Let's go. What are you, idiots? Tom Brenneman, for God's sake, he's been in the business for 33 years doing Major League Baseball games. You don't know this? What are you, Brockmeyer, for God's sake? What a boob.